This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Daily Check-In. This week on the Daily Check-In, we're talking about pride and how to take up our pride and walk with humility. Today, I'm having a conversation with my friend, Linda. Linda, would you mind introducing yourself for me? Yeah, hi. I am a spoiled run child of God who um, struggles with codependency and people pleasing and walking in victory over a bunch of other hurts, habits, and hangups. And my name is Linda. Hi, Linda. How are you? I am well. I, I feel amazingly blessed in this season. Good, good. Uh, is there any restaurants that you're you're missing right now? You know, I I'm not. I, I have to. You know, so it's funny because I feel like um, I love cooking, and I feel like I've gotten back to to that and experimenting with food, and I I'm really enjoying that. And um, and actually, not being able to eat out has has left a bunch of money in my bank account. <laughs> And so that makes me happy too. So yeah, totally. I know that for Olivia and I, we have been trying to, um, you know, cook together, eat more at home, and it's like a it's like a combination of being busy and you know all these different excuses that you know came together that didn't allow us to do that. And now we have no excuse, right? right exactly. <laughs> So it's uh, in that way, it's it's been kind of good for us too, not to downplay at all what's going on, but um, definitely one of those. Just trying to keep positive. What about uh, other than like church? Is there anywhere that you got your guys are like you know trying to? You're like, man, I wish I could go here, but it's just not not possible you know, right now. Um, so we have been doing our Friday night Bible studies via Zoom. We have been doing our Sunday night prayer meeting by Zoom. We have been doing our Sunday morning Sunday school by Zoom, and um, and then we all watch online church together. So, um, and then through the week, I I you know I'm talking to people, texting people, and I've also gone back to writing letters and cards and sending them. And so, um, like I said, I know that is this is a crazy time. But to me, it has been an amazing blessing. Mm, praise God. I'm so thankful uh, that it's been like that for you. You know, it, it, for as many negative things that I'm hearing uh, about, you know, certainly people are, are dealing with a uh, health crisis right now and, and people are, you know, missing out on jobs and, and all this different kinds of stuff. But even with those people, I'm hearing a lot of positiveness um, just on like an inward level, which has been really really good for for me to hear at least it's definitely kept me positive so very good I'm glad to hear that so uh, Linda you're the ministry leader at um, a great CR at North Phoenix Baptist right I I am one of the ministry leaders there um, I I stepped down as the leader um, and I was serving as the um, the encouragement coach for a while and so now I'm just kind of helping um, so 
but I'm still serving as a state rep for right now. Very cool. How is that going, the state rep? You guys getting a lot of... So I don't know if you know this or not, John, but I lost my son last year. And then a few months after my son passed, my ex-husband also passed. Um, so I had um, a lot of trauma last year. And so um, it's, it's, it's the kind of trauma that you, you really truly need to take time to grieve. You know, the Bible tells us there's a season for everything, right? Mm. And there is a time to grieve and there is a time for tears and sorrow. And so I needed to take that time to do that. And so, um, so I wasn't really active, um, in my real estate rep for a while, but because of everything that's happened, um, I've been able to reach out to people. I've been able to check in on meetings online. Um, it's been really, really cool. It's, it, it's been really cool. And, um, I'm only state rep through June and, and July is, is the end of my term. Mm. So. Very cool. Yeah. No, I remember uh, last year when I heard the news about your son and, and your ex and um, yeah, we were just definitely hitting our knees with you and, and praying. I know that was a difficult time, uh, but even in that too, it was uh, through our Facebook pages and those different types of things to really see the amount of people all across the state that were rallying around you in that time was, was very encouraging. And And of course that's not, something any of us want to go through. But, um, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about on here is, is, you know, those of us that are in Celebrate Recovery, um, you know, heaven forbid things like this ever happen. But I think we're kind of like the most uh, ready people <laughs> for for this kind of stuff to happen. You know, we're, we're, we're recovering from really traumatic experiences, but we're also putting on armor and learning techniques to be able to actually go through stuff um, that way that we don't, you know, crumble when it happens. Yeah. So, well, I, I loved uh, getting to cut, uh, come down and, and share my testimony down there. I, there was definitely uh, some things that Olivia and I were like, Oh, that's so good. We're going to take that, bring it back to our celebrate recovery. And so, um, yeah, I love that celebrate recovery and, and definitely, um, looking for another opportunity to come come there again soon. Well, hopefully, hopefully soon. <laughs> well, you know, I stole some things from yours too. <laughs> so I introduced the idea of all of us um, standing together in a circle and praying um, at the end of the night and saying the serenity prayer together. And um, we are CR. And I stole that from your group. So, um, I thought it was pretty cool too. I love that so much. You know, it's definitely um, part of the deal is just going around and, and sharing my testimony and and just kind of what God's doing out here in the West Valley. Um, and But it's also just really neat to be able to go and to feel supported in that type of way. Sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh, am I, you know, you get affirmations. You're like, okay, cool. Other people are doing this. <laughs> I feel a little bit more comfortable about it. Or, um, oh, wow, that's really cool. I want to I wanna use that too. And everybody's so gracious too. And yeah. uh, I just love getting to, to go to different CRs and, and seeing the different ways that people do things. It's really neat. Yeah. And, and, you know, being part of CR has also rubbed off on my church family too, because I started calling everybody forever family. Mm. And 
now they all call each other forever family and they don't they're they're always like we get that from linda and i'm like no you didn't i that's from cr that's not from linda <laughs> that's so cool i love it yeah there's just definitely something about the the group that is not like anything else you know it's it's uh it's not something that you can find in in any other type of group or, or anything like that, but just like the really deep authentic bonds that are made at Celebrate Recovery are, are like nothing else. And, you know, even, even when I go to different meetings, cause I'll still go to AA meetings and HA meetings and all those different kinds of stuff. And I think it's important to, you know, for those of us who struggle with drugs and alcohol to make it to those other meetings. Um, I learned a lot of stuff there, but you know, being in relationships with people who have Jesus Christ as their higher power and they know that and they're confident about that. And, um, that they're, cause at CR we're willing to talk about so it's everything. It's, it's not just like, well, I'm kind of, it's this one thing, but that's it. It's like, no, it's anything and everything that comes up. And then we're like, Oh no, we have to actually do something about this now. And, and I think that's one of the things that makes it so pure. Yeah. Um, you, how long is your guys, how long have you guys had CR down there? So um, it, we started April 20th of 2017. Okay. Very cool. And have, were you in CR before that or is that? I've been in CR since um, 2010. So mm. this, my 10 actually april 1st was my 10-year chip wow congratulations that's so cool how what a what was like kind of the the thing what how'd you get into celebrate recovery not you don't have to necessarily share your testimony in that way but like how did you like what was kind of the thing that you're like this is now i understand that this is something that could be beneficial to me I got into Celebrate Recovery because I wanted a program to fix my ex-husband. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> those are some of the best stories I hear. I, I love hearing those stories. You know, my son or my daughter or my husband or my wife, they really needed this. And so <laughs> I came as a support and lo and behold, right? <laughs> I mean, it was very quickly, very, very quickly. It was funny because I remember going and the leader at that time said, well, Linda, you just come, you just come and, um, and then we'll worry about him later. And so, cause I was telling her that, you know, they needed to invite him and make sure he was coming to their group because he needed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I, I wasn't long at all that the Lord just grabbed my heart and made me, um, see made me like open my eyes and made me see how dysfunctional I was. Mm, praise God for that. I know that that's not easy, but uh, what a blessing, you know, to really be kind of prompted into that. So very cool. Uh, so we've been talking about pride on the podcast this week and it's been <laughs> very convicting for me, unfortunately, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know, a couple of years ago, about two years ago now, um, it was kind of brought to my attention that pride was something that I needed to be working on. And in a lot of ways that I didn't, I never thought that I was a prideful person. It's still difficult for me to even kind of think that way, but, um, you know, it was brought to my attention. And, and so I kind of started on this journey about kind of working through pride. 
um, I know you kind of checked it, checked in a little bit about our conversation. Do you have any like initial thoughts on, on the topic itself? Um, it's, I think that like what you were saying about it, it's like the root of everything. Like every time that God reveals a character defect to me, um, if I dig deep enough, there's pride in there somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those things that I think that you, it, like you said, I mean, it definitely, anytime something comes up, it always traces back to that. And um, it, it was definitely one of the reasons that I was like, okay, this, this is kind of showing up everywhere. Like, I, you know, this is the common denominator. Um, even though it doesn't seem like, you know, it's not the glaring thing right in front of me it always goes back to that. So I think I really need to to start looking deeper at this. Um, I was just wondering because as I was kind of going through this, some of the studies and things that I was, I was seeing was, um, you know, that a lot of people say that, you know, we all struggle with pride. Do you think that, do you think that's true? Do you think that everybody has a struggle or it's just, I, I maybe I'm looking for a little comfort. I'm like, please tell me. <laughs> We know that Jesus can heal us from everything, right? He didn't yeah. die on to heal us from some things. We yeah. are, he, this is one of the things that I've been working on here is to recognize. You know, when I started working on my codependency, I thought, oh, this is such a big I'm never going to conquer all of it, right? Mm -hmm. And it covers just so much, so much stuff that I'll never be free from all of it. But then the Holy Spirit said, no, I didn't come to set you free from part of your, of your struggles and habits. I've come to set you free from all of it. And so I believe that, yes, we can be free from pride. I'm not there yet, but <laughs> I believe. Yeah. Praise God. Me too. I definitely, yeah, it's, it's one day at a time, just like anything else. <laughs> So, you know, um, I'm just asking for a friend, but do you have like any like uh, techniques or methods <laughs> for whenever those prideful thoughts or, or things come up to, to kind of deal with that and in the moment? Or is there anything that you've you've learned to kind of? Well, I think you touched on it, actually. And, and this week when you were talking about examining the motives of your heart, you know, um, when, you know, when I started seeing my codependency for what it was for, for, um, my need to control my, um, you know, the motive of my heart wasn't for the other person. Like I thought it wasn't because I loved them. <laughs> it was, it was because it was all about me and, and wanting to control my environment and make my environment safe by making other people change. And so I think that, that, piece of examining the motives of your heart um i think you already touched on it i think that's key how do you do that do you is it like a daily inventory kind of beginning day end of day thing or do you have is there something else that that you how you how do you do that well so okay so you know, denial is another thing that we never get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I realize I'm in denial a lot. It's like, whoa. Um, yeah. But like when, when something is revealed to me, then I can, then I can start examining my motives. Like, I don't like, I don't like 
do it as an inventory thing where it's like, okay, let me examine everything I did today and what was my motive for doing that? I mean, that might work for some people. I, it might work for me. I've never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more about just kind of like, um, once it comes to light, like when, as soon as you see it, you're like, okay, I have to really just take this how it is instead of trying to deny it. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Um, okay. So now I'm aware of this character defect. Um, and so now I want to know where it's coming from. That's good. Yeah. So just being willing is, is kind of like that, that, that really, that, that building block to, to yeah. that's good. Yeah. I think for me, uh, most of my life, and this has, you know, it's hands in, in every, everything that I struggle with is like, when I feel an emotion that I don't like, whether it's anger or sadness, um, or in this case, pride, I want to disrespect it and be like, Oh, like, you know, and I like beat myself up because I'm feeling that, that emotion that I don't like, like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if anybody likes, um, you know, feeling prideful, <laughs> you know, but I don't, you know, I don't like when, when those feelings come up. And so my immediate, you know, knee jerk reaction is that I want to disrespect it and say, Oh, like get out of here, get away from me. Um, but you know, we talked about in CR is that we can't go around our problems. We have to go through them. Right. And so yeah. that's well, okay. So being in, in counseling, I got in counseling um, to help me through my grief. And um, one of the things that my counselor said to me that has been such a gift is that I, ca I kept categorizing my feelings as either good or bad. Hmm. And so she's, she's like, you need to be aware that God has given you all feelings. And so therefore, they're all good and they all serve a purpose. So now what you do with that, that can that can be good or bad. Right. <laughs> right. But, but it's like, it's not feeling angry is not a bad thing. Jesus got angry in the temple. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but when you when you start categorizing things as good or bad, um, you know, and so like, because I was thinking, you know, being sad was a bad thing. And so I wasn't letting myself grieve. Right. right, right. And so then recognizing that, you know what? Sadness is important. Jesus was sad. Look at what happened to him in the garden, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so I think God gives us all of our emotions, and they're all important. And so, not just like you said, don't disrespect it, right? Don't disrespect yeah. it. Acknowledge it, and then, and then just acknowledge how. What am I doing with that? Yeah, and I think that that I I get it for grief. I get it for anger, even I get it for, you know, sadness, um, shame, all those things. But it seems like when it comes to pride, pride is one of those things. It just feels so yucky to me, you know, and it's one of the hardest things for me to come to terms with and say, okay, um, I'm feeling this way. Why am I feeling this way? Okay. Now I understand why I'm feeling this way. Now, what do I do with it? And, uh, you know, I, I guess kind of the point here is, is to understand that, you know, pride isn't any different than any other emotion, um, in the way that, that we've got to deal with it and, and understanding. And I'm, I, I believe, you know, I'm definitely coming to understand a lot more that pride is one of those things, um, that I believe, you know, 
um, the other side, you know, evil wants to kind of really get a foothold in on because when pride is, is used properly, I think it can glorify God in, in amazing, amazing ways. You know, if, if I can, you know, I, if I can see when I'm, I'm taking credit for whatever it is that's happening in my life, I can see that and I can address it and I'm not afraid to, to, you know, look at it in its face and actually deal with it. Then that just really opens up and unleashes the potential to, to praise God in amazing, amazing ways. And so, although that's a very difficult thing that I'm kind of coming to terms with, I think that pride, pride struggles have the greatest opportunity to, to grow and to learn um, to praise God in, in big, new, boisterous ways. Do you think that's possible? <laughs> One of the reasons I call myself a spoiled, rotten child of God is that um, I totally recognize that I don't deserve anything, any good gifts that he's given me. I don't deserve it. Um, but yet he loves me and he gives it to me anyway, just much as you would a, a child that you spoil, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that it's okay to be proud of things. Um, as long as you are constantly aware that you are the creature and not the creator. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. It's definitely looking, it's, it's all about perspective and just having the, the correct um, idea. You know, I, I think, you know, like you said, um, there's nothing wrong with being proud that I know that God blesses me and that I love that. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, it's when it turns to this idea of like, ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm spoiled because I'm great. <laughs> you know, I'm spoiled because, you know, I do these things so good. Right. And so it's, it's taking, it's learning how to first condition. Uh, I think on the podcast yesterday, I was talking about trying to learn how to mute the trumpets, you know, the trumpets of calling out and letting people know, you know, what a good deed I'm doing and, and those different types of things. And I feel like those trumpets are going off in my head all the time. Like, I don't, I don't even know where they're coming from. I'm not, I don't know how to play the trumpet, right? Like, it's not me. You know, if you're turning that into praise to God, right? Mm -hmm. like, like he's given you a skill and you create something. And let's say if you're a sculptor and you create this beautiful sculpture and you're like, wow, that is so beautiful. You can, you can feel that way if you understand that the reason that you were able to do that was because he gave you the gift to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so, like most things, I, I think, uh, especially when it comes to character and, and spirituality, certainly it's paradoxical. Like, it's, it's just, it is the thing, you know, it, it, it's, it's okay. It's just how you the condition of your heart and how you use that and how you go about it. That's the, the important thing. And that's yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate getting that uh, chance to have a conversation with you. Is there anything that you just kind of want to let people know? Maybe um, they've never been to a CR meeting or maybe they're just really missing their group. We, we've got listeners all across uh, the country right now who um, are missing their groups. Um, do you have any kind of encouragement as far as, 
you know, how they can kind of stay connected. Um, You know, when I got into Celebrate Recovery, I had already been in the church for decades. Mm. And I had given my life to the Lord. Um, But in Celebrate Recovery, I, I learned to turn my will over. And at the same time, I learned my identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so what we need to do right now is to focus on our identity in Christ. Nothing that's happening in the world today changes that. Not one single thing can change who we are in Christ Jesus. You know, in, in Romans, it tells us not, there's nothing that takes us away from his love. And so, um, and, and actually, what does he ask us to do? He only asks us to do two things, love him and love, love others. others. And so um, there's a thousand ways to do that. And so that's all you have to do. That's all your requirements are right now is to love God and love others. That's all he wants us to do. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I look forward to coming down and and, uh, visiting you guys soon. Uh, We definitely got to, you know, do some, get something together uh, as soon as possible. Oh, what, what are you uh, planning on going to the summit this year? Are you guys, I, I've been checking rigorously to see if they're if it's still up. Yeah, God willing, you know, um, I always end up at the East Coast because I'm a teacher and I can't go to the West Coast Summit because that's always the first week of school. Mm-hmm. So, um, so God willing, I'll be at the East Coast Summit this year. Okay. All right. Very cool. Well, uh, thanks again. And uh, yeah, if you guys need anything, just uh, reach out. <laughs> what you're doing it's very encouraging encouraging. (laughs) well i appreciate it it's definitely been a a learning curve um but uh, i'm definitely each time i feel like i'm like i can't do this anymore and this is just too much it's it's taken too much energy too much effort it's like and then i you know somebody says something that just really gets me back going so i appreciate that a lot yeah well we appreciate you too Thank you. All right, Linda, we will talk to you soon and uh, have a great rest of your day. All right, God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Daily Check-In. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery because nothing changes the fact that we need each other even if that means we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.